you're listening to Therapy for Your Money, a podcast about all things money and finance for therapy practice owners. If you want to feel confident and in control of your financial life, then you've come to the right spot. I'm your host, Julie Harris. I'm an accountant and the owner of Green Oak Accounting. My firm specializes in working with private practices across the U.S., and my team and I have worked with hundreds of private practice owners. I'm on a mission to share all the best practices I've learned along the way because I want you to have a profitable private practice. Before we get started today, I want to share with you that over at Green Oak Accounting, we're about to start our very next cohort of the Starting a Group Practice Workshop. This is a workshop where we teach you all the financial things you need to know to start a group practice. We talk about clinician compensation. We talk about when you should add benefits, how much you can afford to pay someone. And we also share our tools, templates, and some calculators for you as well. So if you're interested in joining us, hurry up because we're getting started in just a few days. Go to greenoakaccounting.com slash workshop and find all the information there. You can also use the coupon code LASTCALL to get 25% off your registration, and that's valid until February 6th. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Therapy for Your Money. If it's your first time here, welcome. I'm Julie Harris. I'm an accountant, and I'm the owner of Green Oak Accounting. We work with hundreds of private practice owners, and we see the financials are under the hood of all of those practices. So over the years, one thing I've seen many, many times is that a lot of practice owners feel very guilty around making money in their private practice. There's guilt around charging. There's guilt around um, being paid a fair wage around doing not just okay, but really well in a practice, which is absolutely doable. And so today I wanted to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome when it comes to your to your money. So first, what is imposter syndrome? To me, what it represents is, is this feeling of self-doubt that your success is not necessarily legitimate or that you haven't earned it. Um, so a lot of times in private practice, you're working really, really hard, but you may feel still like the financial gains, the money that you're making is not necessarily something you feel like you deserve. A lot of people struggle with imposter syndrome and aren't comfortable in their own success. Sometimes this leads to to working extremely hard. Sometimes it leads to burnout, anxiety. Sometimes it leads to feelings of wanting to give up, uh, which those feelings happen for many different reasons for business owners, right? Business ownership is not for the faint of heart. It's not something that's easy. Um, But anytime you feel like you kind of want to quit, this is something to look at. Uh, Imposter syndrome might make you feel like your hard work is never enough and you're always wanting to do more, more, more. Uh, Sometimes you won't take the time to stop and celebrate your small accomplishments. You might also not take a moment to step back and really look at the big picture. Uh, When you have or or are struggling with imposter syndrome, it can be easy to kind of put your head down and just really get to work and do, do, do instead of looking back at like, what does the business need from me? How can I be the visionary of my own business? Uh, So a lot of times this will come up when a practice starts out maybe really small and then grows quickly. Sometimes the owner might not be used to that large influx of money coming in and feel like they haven't done the work to earn it. So if you're going from, you know, a solo practice doing eight to $10,000 per month, all of a sudden you're a group practice, $100,000 is coming through the doors each month. That feels like really, really big numbers. 
Um, and so especially in a field where you may already feel guilty for profiting from helping people, like that can be a big weight to carry. So how can imposter syndrome affect your finances? Um, it can cause some major problems with anxiety, which obviously you know can be bad for your health um, and lead, lead you toward burnout. Okay, so how can imposter syndrome affect your finances? So first, it can cause some problems with anxiety uh, and obviously with your health as well. I'm not qualified to, to tell you about those sides of it, um, but what it can ha- do is negatively affect uh, the way you see, negatively affect your relationship with money. It might lead you to do one of two things, either hoard money, which sounds like a good thing, but it's not necessarily the case, or it could also lead you to the exact opposite. So let's talk for a second about what it looks like to hoard money. Um, it sounds like a good thing, right? Where you've got all the, you know, you're saving cash, you're stockpiling here, stockpiling there. But when you're uh, doing that, you're, uh, you might be neglecting to pay for things that are necessary in the business, like making strategic investments to shore up your systems or remove yourself from key operations. So when you're hoarding money, that might look like, oh, you know, I could spend $80 on this new software, but I also could spend $0 and do all the work myself, right? So it's not if it's not actually efficient because you're spending a lot of time instead of trying to systematize things. Uh, but that is one of the ways that uh, imposter syndrome can present itself. It might also look like uh, not making key investments in people. Like maybe you handle all the billing, but you hate it and you don't do a great job at it because you, you don't enjoy it. Um, and so where you have the money that you could allocate to hiring an admin, for example, to handle the billing for you, but you're not doing that and you're continuing to slog through the thing that you hate so much, um, just because you're not ready to make that investment and you're kind of afraid that the money will just evaporate and go away. So also when a business owner is operating at breakneck speed like that, it can become their standard and they can start to feel resentful when the entire team isn't operating at that same speed. So as a business owner, it's usually true that no one in the business will ever care quite as much as you do about your business. They will care, but not quite as much, right? It's not their baby. They don't profit from it in the same way that the business owner does. Uh, And so you might expect a lot from your team, but when you're expecting them to put in exactly the same effort as you, sometimes that is not realistic or reasonable. All right, now let's talk about the opposite situation where instead of hoarding money, you are spending everything in sight and then some. Uh, Sometimes when all of a sudden there's a lot of money coming into the practice, it can be tempting to just uh, throw money at problems, right? So you might say like, oh, I need to just, I need to hire, I need to do this, I need to do that. Profit does not matter. Let's just buy all the things because that's what I'm going to uh, do to solve all the issues I'm having. So yes, strategic investments are important, but profit always does matter, right? There, You have to be paid in the business, There has to be enough money for you to support your own personal life. Uh, And so profit does matter. If you find yourself just throwing cash at problems, that's another time where you may not feel um, worthy of being able to keep that money. So it's time to reevaluate your relationship with money at that point as well. Next, I want to talk about a few ways to beat imposter syndrome that my team and I have effectively used with our clients. Number one would be celebrate your small wins. The big wins matter too, but celebrate the small wins. 
a, a higher profit month, the biggest month that you've had, uh, getting your getting your spending in check. All of those things are important and they deserve to be celebrated. Uh, that's one of the many reasons I like the Profit First system. There is kind of a built-in celebration for you at the end of each quarter when you take that profit distribution. Uh, tip number two to, to beat imposter syndrome is to give yourself permission to sit down once a week and take a look at your numbers. This is a really important practice as you grow your business anyways, to really make a date with yourself and take some time to review what's going on in the business. That might be just on your own. It might be the day that you do your profit first transfers. It might be once a month with your accountant, right? There's a lot of different ways this can be done, but where you're really spending some time working on the business instead of working in the business where you're looking at the big picture. Uh, my tip number three for beating imposter syndrome would be don't be so hard on yourself if you do make a mistake or if you have a month where you overspent. Mistakes can usually be fixed. You can kind of get the car back on the road and get yourself back on the right track. You can always retackle that problem um, and take a different approach. So if something happens that wasn't ideal, just move on keep going in the right direction. Tip number four for beating imposter syndrome, recognize, plan, and celebrate the big milestones. That might be the first time you reach a million dollars in revenue per year, the first time you reach 500,000, the first time you reach 5 million, right? Whatever your big goal is, do celebrate on your own, with your family, with your team, when you do reach those milestones. They are a really big deal, um, and you should share that joy with people around you. That's also going to help you feel good about the difference that you're making in the world. Before I want to, before we go, I want to talk about comparison because it's not unusual for practice owners to compare themselves to someone else they know, a friend, a colleague, someone in the industry, and feel bad about themselves. And so that's another insidious way that imposter syndrome can creep in. Uh, there you are exactly where you are and you're exactly where you're supposed to be, right? There is no sense in comparing yourself to someone else. There's always going to be someone ahead of you. There's always going to be someone behind you. And that is completely okay. They are exactly where they need to be as well. And the truth is you don't actually see behind the curtain of their business. So while it might look like everything is perfect and going well, that's not always the case. Every single stage or size of practice has its own set of issues and nothing is perfect in any single practice or at least not one that I've ever met. Um, so just because someone is driving a fancy car or buying a building for their business or putting on lavish team events, that doesn't mean that their business is perfect and that doesn't mean that their business is better than yours at all. It's just different and that is okay. Therapy for Your Money is a no judgment zone when it comes to your finances, right? You are exactly where you need to be and you are okay and enough just the way you are. I hope that you will be compassionate with yourself and I hope that you'll just take the next step forward with uh, your money situation, wherever that may be. Have a great week, everyone. If you're looking for accounting help, head over to therapyforyourmoney.com slash accounting to find information about my accounting firm and all of our specialized services just for private practice owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes, click on ratings and reviews, and give us a quick shout out. We really appreciate it. 
The information contained in this podcast represents the host and guest's general opinions and should not be construed as personalized accounting and tax advice. Listeners should consider all facts and circumstances before applying this information and seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Any info provided does not constitute accounting, tax, or legal advice.